Okay. Hello. Uh, welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene, everybody. I am your host, Gio. Uh, I'm back with my co-host, Rob, and we have with us the the prodigal son. He he finally came back. He is Mark Luffler, the horse. That's welcome back, me. Mark. Yes. Uh, hello. It's good to be back here. Um, Mark the horse back to get some ghosts out of those films. And of course, Rob. Mm. How's it going, Rob? It's going good. I'm so glad to have you back, Mark. Uh, I know we've been getting a lot of messages from our viewers as well, wondering what happened. You're, we had a lot of questions if you ghosted us yourself. Um, but it's glad just to have you back here and have actual proof, evidence that you are right. You're stronger than ever, uh, as, as we knew, but mm -hmm. we're unable to communicate to our audiences. So it's great to have you back in the saddle with us yes thank you it's good to be back um yeah you know eventually disneyland let me leave so that was cool and after that old debacle i just wasn't really into ghosts anymore i was just kind of doing my own thing um wow yeah they I call was... it they call it ptsd sometimes stockholm syndrome yeah um you were probably brainwashed by disney on a level that you weren't able to kind of shake off so they brainwash you to hate ghosts and so for a while you were out there in the woods kind of wandering by yourself you know not really the woods i was just doing other things i was part of another podcast called uh pottery in movies it was just about different pottery in movies it was just you wow. know it was interesting you know talk about ghosts um ghost the movie yeah, the pottery and ghosts and what that does for the rest of the film. Um, oh. And other famous pottery in movies. and So that was cool. Um, but uh, how, many, how many episodes did that go for? That one for about eight seasons. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, a lot of, that's a lot of pottery-based movies. That's interesting you have all of that. Uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to listening to all of that informational pottery podcasts but we have actual important i'm sorry i don't want to sound diminishing wow but geo i'm sorry Why that, that, was, that was this is his first day back on, that was a freudian slip i'm sorry i'm sorry what i, I want to say is look up for done a real professional podcast mm. but i was doing six three-hour episodes a day i was doing nine hours of pottery podcasting every day I said I'm sorry, and I no meant lunch. It. I'd get a 50 minute breakfast, but no lunch. I said I'm sorry, and oh, well, it's, it's, everyone it's, it's look important. out. Everyone look out in our um, social media. We'll be posting links to the Pottery um, Movie Podcast. Uh, you know, it's good to spread the love. Yeah, Pottery in the movies with me and my co-host um, 
Deb Knight. But the problem was, is my co-host Deb Knight was completely mute. So I had to speak for him. That's so progressive. Do, yeah. I mean, you, you would know, have the Americans with Disabilities Act. So we had to include him. He applied. But, you know, I had to do a lot of the heavy lifting and heavy talking. And frankly, after eight seasons, I, I have nothing more to say about pottery. Listen to the podcast, but I, I can't really, you know. Well, that's great. So for the whole deaf community out there, like check out this podcast. I think mm -hmm. its representation is really important. And I think that uh, it sounds like the co-host was able to contribute a lot in terms for the uh, deaf community on that show. Mm -hmm. Wow, I, that that's a very good point. Um, it'd be it'd be hard for a deaf person to hear our podcast, Rob. But I, I, I get the sentiment. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think we should always be thinking of ways of how we can access these different because you know deaf people revenue, are affected right. by ghosts too. It's I mean, true. But, I mean, that's it's you know you can't just pretend like only you don't want to be ableist. And and here's and here's another um, interesting point is that even though certain appendages might not work the way that other people's work, doesn't mean that they can't get haunted just like everybody else. That's true. So mm -hmm. and that's you, what I'm really excited about. And what I've been doing recently is I've been studying the medical field and I have become, um, and there's only a few of us who do this, but I am a doctor of ghosts. A doctor of ghosts. Mm -hmm. So I... I I go in and I offer ghosts because healthcare is really expensive in the netherworld. And when, you know, you just have to, things happen, you get a flu. And I'm here to help the ghosts out. I but thought that uh, healthcare was universal and, and free in Denmark. Well, in the Netherlands. Not in the netherworld. Oh. So that's, oh. you know, like there's Netherlands and then Netherlands, Netherworld. It's south of Netherlands. Well, yeah. Is I mean, it like Disneyland, Disney World? Sort of, but like, so everything, we're talking about the like supernatural south. Supernatural and, south. Oh. Wow. I, I think you've just defined an area of science. That has yet to be explored in depth. And when I say in depth, I mean depth because that is a deep field to mine. It is. Okay. So, so anyhow. That's what I, you've been researching. I've been researching. But what I've done, I fucking hate ghosts. Okay. That hasn't changed. I'm not trying to help them anyway. So what I do is I trick them. I say, hey, hey, ghosts, come over here. I'm going to give them give you free health care, like, like give you a free checkup. Mm. And then, and then I poison them. With what? holy water? Um, yeah, holy water works or just poison like, um, strychnine and, uh, cyanide. That works. Oh. That works. It works I mean, pretty well. I, I guess if you can, if you can somehow bless the strychnine and, and the holy, uh, with holy water, that would that would absolutely work on on any kind of ghost that I know, any entity that I know. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to to the horse. You've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, vigilante justice. Yeah, it's been really successful. I've had a lot of success. It's worked about one and a half times so far, which is good. Half so, the time. Well, well uh, what time though? 
At least. One time for sure. I mean, How there you... was there was a ghost in my living room because it, it felt pretty cold. And I went up to the cold spot and said, hey, do you need any free health care? And then I just I doused the spot in my living room with poison. And then it got warmer. So I, mm. I know that one. That one was Killed you know, a success. And then there was this this man, just really, really white, just kind of like, and he was shaking, just shaking around. And I'm like, oh, this ghost isn't fooling me. So, you know, I said, hey, would you like a checkup? You don't seem very well. Then mm -hmm. just in the juggler, shot a cyanide out like a light. And I was waiting for what we've all read in pa pa paranormal um, textbooks about when ghosts take the form of humans and then when they die, they disappear. Yes. That, that didn't happen. So I guess this was just a really old man who wasn't a ghost. But I, I injected him with so much poison that he won't be coming back as a ghost anytime yeah. soon. So you, you you turned him into a ghost past being a ghost, so he's not even a ghost anymore. Yeah, that that man's dead. And I'm sorry, but at least he won't haunt anybody. So that's I think job well done. Yeah, I mean we all make mistakes, so you're just early on in your practice too. This is only your second try. I, I think as a doctor, you're allowed to kill like three people and it'd yeah. be yeah. okay as long as you're just beginning. It's the baseball rule. Three strikes and then you're out. Three strikes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, felt so, bad, but all in all, good start. Exactly. Well, welcome back. I'm glad that you could fit us in uh, with your busy schedule. Um, I, I didn't want to sound you know condescending earlier. I, now, now that I know that you're a full-fledged doctor – you know, I'll, I'll give you the respect that you deserve, the R-E-S-P-E-C-T that you deserve. Mm -hmm. um, and, I'm, and I'm saying yep. that for a very specific reason, guys. Um, this is an Easter egg. I just Easter egged all of you. And, Gio, before we get into that, I think that's a good tease, but it reminds me, uh, Gio, uh, uh, Mark, are you familiar with Dr. Furtado? Nelly the, Furtado? Dr. Bum Bum? Nelly's Nelly's dad? No, 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 no. Dr. Bum Bum. No. He, I'm more he of a, doctor a plastic Boo -Boo. surgeon uh -huh. that that killed someone this week by injecting things into girl women's buttocks. And I was oh wondering if you ever crossed paths because it sounds so similar to what you did. I'm I'm just worried that he might be injecting ghosts into people's butts. That's well, wow. The one thing in my field, I don't have to worry about that because I don't know if you know this, Rob. Ghosts don't have butts. Oh. It Ooh. just interferes with the floating. It cuts down on the aerodynamics. So I don't have to worry about that because the ghosts don't have butts. Well, there you have it. And just uh, just for the safety's sake, if anybody here is getting a, a butt injection, you have to ask – if there's ghosts getting injected into your butt, because uh, it is buyer beware out there, guys. You you can't just uh, inject anything in your butt and expect to live. Some people um, they get silicone. Some people they just get bean bags. 
So there's a lot of options out there. Um, so know who you're you're uh, getting to put stuff in your butt. Know your what doctor. I, mm-hmm. What I like to do is I just like to take up a lot of toilet paper and I wad it up and I just put it, you know, just like in your, between my underwear. Your... Yeah. Oh. My pants and my underwear. And so it just looks like I got, you know, just rounds out your my butt a little bit. Yeah. And I, I find that works really well. Um, so I, that's like no ghost at all. If anything, it's a filter to filter out even more ghosts to get into my butt. Exactly. I mean, it's like the old lady who lived in the shoe. I mean, they had so many kids in that shoe that it got to the point where they couldn't procreate her and her husband anymore. And then she started taking it up the butt. Wow. Very, very true. And, and, and that's how they used to get around birth control back in the day. And uh, they were wiser people than we are now. Um, we use we, we use different stuff, uh, condoms, and 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 here's and this is going to be my beef with condoms, guys. If you pull, if you pick it up from the top and you roll it all the way down, and you wave it around in front of you, it kind of looks like a ghost. A little bit. It's kind of scary, like a ghost. And 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 you put that on your penis. So it's like you're possessing your penis with a ghost. I think that's what's happening with the sperm is it's scaring it so it doesn't – no it, more procreation. Exactly. Scared sperm. They don't want to swim. They, they want to swim away. <laughs> well, this is very different than what you were talking about last week, Joe. When we were talking about protection and using your iPhone, you suggested you wear a condom. Well, that's when you go pee. Oh, Right. Because right. you don't want to touch your penis if you've been swiping on your phone with with char with all that charge generating. Because here's the thing: it may look like you're getting possessed, but I'd rather it look like it aesthetically than actually getting possessed. Okay. So that's really important for our, all of our listeners out there, just to keep that in mind. So you only, you only wear condoms when you go pee. Exactly, and that's a fun prank to play on your family or coworkers is you uh, give it to them as a gift and it's a pee filled condom and it gets all over their hands and it's, it's a funny prank. <laughs> it's a I, don't, prank. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't recall that one. Classic. It's a classic. It's a standard. standard. Uh, and, and that's something that uh, the subject of our show used to love to do. She was a prankster. Um, they're they're gonna talk. People are gonna talk about all of her her great um, you know highs, her su- you know the summit that that she rose to. Um, but I just want to quickly just point out that she was just like just like uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. She was a goofster, and she used to, she used to play around and uh, give people condoms full of pee and run away. Um, I'm talking about rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Respect. Yeah, exactly. If the Easter egg from earlier, you guys can recall that I was referring to Aretha's hit song "Respect." Mm -hmm. Um, She died today, guys. Today's Thursday, the sixteenth. Okay, Um, already your the number heads out there should be just dinging the the bells because it's sixteen. One six. Once one. First one. One six. Okay, how old is she? She was seventy-six years old. Two sixes already. So that's like eight sixes. I mean, that's true. One plus seven is eight, and 
it's 816. Whoa. Do the math there. We already did. We, we just did the math, and it's 666. That's what the math adds up to. So I don't want to scare anybody away from the podcast. I, I know we're getting in, into the heavy part, but this is the kind of thing where people die on certain days, and you wonder, is it destiny? Is it is it planned? And you can definitely say that, yes, this one was planned. This is destiny. She died today for a reason. And for what reason? We're going to find out. Um, because she does, she, she's, her name's not just Aretha Franklin. She has an entire title. It is Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. And I want to I wanna sit, sit with that for a quick second. They called her the Queen of Soul, which yeah. is what ghosts are. Ghosts are souls, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's like the Queen of Ghosts. The head honcho. And and you is it positive or is it negative? Were they saying this as a good thing or a bad thing? And that's what we're going to talk about today. What was she a good queen or was she a bad queen? I mean, she always made my soul feel full and alive. I think she was. I mean, I think anyone could agree she's a, she was a very benevolent person. I mean, what I'm worried about now is that this creates a void in leadership of our souls who's going to be the leader of our souls now i mean there's no king of souls is there Uh, that might have been james brown he's dead too he's also dead too there's the the ruling parties are no longer with us so what's going to happen to our souls interesting and now 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 we have the void okay that has opened up like 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 a, a giant hole and now our souls are completely meandering. We don't know where to go to anymore. And so, like you said, the queen is dead. And and long live her. You know, she, she had a, a nice long reign, but it's over. And so now we're, we are in a state of chaos. Uh-huh. And we need a new queen of soul as soon as possible. And so hopefully... Along with help uh, from our listeners, we can find the new queen out there. We're going to need a new queen as soon as possible, or else our souls will be lost forever. I mean, this is kind of like the Dalai Lama, how they they choose him. After the Lama passes away, there is a council that is tasked with finding the new Dalai Lama. And I think it's only appropriate that we can say that's probably us, guys. The yeah, three, three wise men is, is how they found Jesus. They, yep. they look, were looking on a star, an angel, basically a ghost, was mm-hmm. talking to them. And they were able to find this little boy who was in, in, in a cow house. And, and they gave him a bunch of gold. So that's mm-hmm. what we have to do. We're, we're going to go. We're going to find the queen of soul, the new reincarnated Aretha. Whoever she is, whoever they are, I'm not sure if it's a man or a woman, or or they or them, and we are going to anoint them with with our seal of approval because if not for us being the check on on them, they might take our souls and sell it to Satan himself. No. Aretha Franklin, she was a good woman. She did not sell our souls to to the devil, but she could have. She absolutely could have. And I just want to quickly 
um, go over some of the some of the things people have been talking about. They've they've been mentioning her a lot today, obviously because she died and stuff. Um, a bunch of bandwagoners, I, I like to think of them. But they have some good information. This is a New York Times article. Okay, it's it's called um, Aretha Franklin had power. Did we truly respect it? And this article goes uh, very deep into the power that Aretha had, um, and it was all in her voice. Oh. So it kind of sounds like she is using her power, the vocal power, as, as almost like a spell. She put people under her spell, and people were aware of that. And that's why they gave her, the Queen of Soul, that title. Because she had this spell bind binding power. We have uh, one more quick tweet that Paul McCartney said, and this is this is very indicative of, of how people revered her. This is the walrus that's talking here. Okay, mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna try to. And keep in mind, Paul is dead. Yes, folks. Yes. So this is uh, important. This is from the other side. Let's all take a moment to give thanks for the beautiful life of Aretha Franklin, the queen of all souls. Okay, I'm going to say that in an American accent, guys. So you guys can, can you translate? Yeah, I yeah, don't know translate. if all of our, not everyone speaks. I would also here. like to hear a French accent, a Jamaican accent, and a of cowboy, course. like for the Texas, you know. Yes. Well, right. I'll start off with, with, with the classic American. Let's all take a moment to give thanks for the beautiful life of Aretha Franklin, the queen of our souls. So Good. right right there, guys, he just slipped up. He didn't call her the queen of soul. He called her the queen of our souls. The soul, our collectively as the world. And also, since Paul is dead... He's saying the queen of the underworld souls. All of the souls that are dead, she was their queen too. Man, and so that's a lot of souls. There's a lot of soul. This is a lot of power that she had that is open for the next person. And we don't know who it's going to. And I mean, we have this is a time in, in between too, since there's no true leadership. Right now, I'd say be careful because in the interim, there could be people that, like Joe, you're saying, like, you know, the devil could just be snatching some of these up. Mm -hmm. uh, there just might be some charlatans that are that might try to sell your soul. You know, it might not just be the devil. There's going to be some real, uh, you know, there's a lot of power here. So there's going to be people that are going to be trying to take advantage. Mark, you said a, you said a name earlier. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and you said it with such conviction that I almost saw the light. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, I was thinking Lana Del Rey has been through a lot, but I don't know. She's, she's a little tainted by her bad girl behavior. And I don't know if we need that right now in our world. And I'm thinking either her or like, you know, maybe someone a little more, Less rough around the edges, maybe like somebody the kids could relate to. I'm thinking maybe Hillary Duff might be good. Oh, she had a long well, career, and I think she's a mom, so that's good. Interesting. You 
we'll we'll have to see if she she still has um enough soul and um a vocal range in her pipes lana del rey i, I was gonna say is interesting because just because of her name if we decode it yeah it is mm-hmm. it's lana, i mean it's pretty close lana of the light del rey uh, is that what's it's the Spanish translation? In in, in Españoles, just like uh, where I'm from, not Spain, uh-huh. but in in Spanish, Del Rey is of the sun, or also the king of the king. King of the sun, mm. and and Alana, and I could be wrong. It's a small cup, right? Or no, it's, a like llama. A, it's like a It's like a alpaca. Oh my god. The Dalai Lama. Whoa. And Lana of the King, Del Rey of the Queen. The Queen is of the King, right? Of the Sun. So it might be her, or maybe it's her unborn child. Wow. Or Lana Del Rey's son. Or maybe Lana Del Rey's mom. I'm confused. I think the numbers are starting to add up, though. There is a definite connection here, and we need to uh, we need to reach out to Lana. Um, Lana's mom, I think, has a lot of potential on this one, guys. Oh yeah. Because you yeah. have to think. Okay, you're right. You're right, Mark. She's kind of hard to look at in the sense of because she's so rough around the edges as the queen of yeah. of anything, right? Maybe the queen yeah. of being a bad girl, yeah. but. That's not what we need right now. No, that's not what we need right now. We need someone wholesome. And you think, okay, well, she probably got her talent from her mom and her personality from her dad. So you take all that raw talent and then her mom has it, but she's not a bad girl. She's more probably more conservative. So that's why I think maybe Lana's mom is the real queen. Because, of course... It's if she is of the king, that must mean she is also of the queen, which means her mom must be the queen. Oh, so I added up all the, the letters of Del Rey. Here and we go, it guys. Adds up to sixty-nine. And if you flip the the nine, it's another six. Oh, and then you flip the six as well because. It, it's going to be 69 again. It's almost like an infinite. Loop 96, 69, 96. Six is being created onto itself. Wow. And I know Lana Del Rey, she has a lot of sex songs about sex and intercourse in her songs, like about kissing boys on the beach. And Wow. So would you say she's like a, a princess of soul? Yeah, but she sings a lot of, a lot of songs about you know, sex, well, sexy, it on. sexy stuff. And and that is very indicative of, of what uh, queens and kings usually talk about. They're usually very sexy. Um, you know, the Queen of England, she's notorious for being into BDSM, yeah. um, SNM, you know, kink. Uh, she chokes and she, she does ballooning. Yeah. Um, she does all kinds of – she's notorious for that. She has a dungeon. They say in, in in the palace, exactly. And then she she has some some of her her boys, and they swing on hooks on the the big Ben, and they swing the rope, and they they make the bells go off. 
Yeah, but yeah, and that's all common knowledge. Yeah. yeah, people know that. That's that's in Buckingham Palace. That's in the the logbook. When when and, you get there. And Burger King is kind of like an aphrodisiac. Oh yeah. Swingers yeah. Are, they usually stop at Burger King before doing the sex. Get the chicken fries usually. Because <laughs> they're they're phallic. You just pop exactly. them in your mouth. Pop them in your mouth. Lick them. Lick that orange sauce. Oh man. I'm getting turned on. Well. Um, maybe this th this is a perfect time to to segue. We just want to quickly say, just rest in peace, Aretha. Um, we don't know where her soul is going right now. Obviously, it's probably going to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. um, but we know that she's carrying with her probably millions of souls, mm -hmm. and, and that's it. It's crazy. And Aretha's ghost. If you need a good doctor, um, you can reach out to me. Four one five seven six five. Four two eight four, and I'll help you out. There you go, and 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 you got somebody to help you with your Medicare needs on the other side uh, for cheap. For so real cheap. So rest, uh, rest in power uh, to the queen, and let's hope that the next queen is anointed soon, and that we can we can trust them with with our souls. Um, hopefully, Lana's mom is is available for the job because uh, I, I definitely think that she's a candidate. Yeah, I'll I'll text her. Um, I'll see if she replies. She should. She should. And let's go on to some movie news. This is shocking. Uh, what what I'm about to say is crazy. So, the top box office for the last weekend, August 10th through the 12th, Mission Impossible is number two. Disney's Christopher Robin is number three, and we haven't really talked about that much just because we don't want to give it the press. Um, mm -hmm. We just don't want to talk about it. But coming in at number one is The Meg. The studio is Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers is at number one this weekend. Can you believe it, guys? No. The Meg, the, the shark movie. I mean, they're the original ghost studio. So, you know, it's not surprising. Like a shark, they're just always cruising beneath the water. And when you least expect it, they just jump right up and take it right plum for the picking. Like a plum that, some, that, a, that a shark picked itself. And, and thankfully, I haven't seen this movie yet, but I just want to say for all of you guys... It's it's a giant shark, and we don't. Nobody knows how many ghosts fit into a giant shark. We haven't done the science. There's nobody doing the science for this kind of stuff yet, and so it's unproven. We we don't know how many ghosts are in this movie. We can't I mean, the, tell you. The sharks are are too big. Uh, you know, you try to do the equations on it, and it just the numbers don't come out uh, making any sense. Uh, it just jams the whole system. Jason Statham is playing with, with objects and playing with, with – okay, we've talked about the ocean before. Okay, We've talked about it in the sense that it is so chock full of ghosts. It is the most haunted place in the world. 70% of it, of the entire earth is water. There have been pirates that have, that have been in the water. There have been the Bermuda Triangles there. There are – Tons of millions of things that have died. The Titanic. 
Exactly. All of those dead people. And Jason Saham is just playing in the water like it's like it's a like another day at the beach. He's he's fighting a giant shark like it's nothing. And we don't even know how many ghosts are in this movie. We can't even count them. So we just wanted to quickly just just shout shout out Warner Brothers. We see what you're doing, and we're I, I'm just gonna say it. I'm impressed. I didn't think that they were gonna make number one. I thought they were done for. I thought Disney had them beat, but I guess we were wrong, and I guess that they have way more tricks up their sleeve. Yeah, I mean, I thought Disney with the Winnie the Pooh Star Wars crossover was really just gonna take it, but yeah, Darth Pooh. I mean, Obi Wan meets Winnie the Pooh. What could be more exciting than that? And it, it turns out a, a a giant shark is way more exciting. You know, that's and that's we've been talking about that as well of the Disney slump. Oh yeah, that they've been stretching themselves way too thin. And it, it's it's uh their interrogation of you, Mark, and the torture, yeah. and when that went went viral and everybody saw what they were doing, they had you in cages. Um, it really affected them. I told them the truth, and now they can't. You know, they don't even have enough money to. To, to pay their staff right. No, right. And, and this all came to a head yesterday Ooh. as well because Disney is getting desperate. And, um, you know, this is going to be a little inflammatory, but I, the proof is out there. And if it's out there, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, I believe Disney sacrificed one of their staff members in order to cast a spell. Wow. So they sent a man to death. You're gonna to need to prove that, okay? That statement is is dangerous. So, what well, what exactly happened? Exactly. So this happened down in Orlando at a processing plant where they process all the old food in all the old you know deep fryer containers at the Disneyland park. You know, you like your little Mickey Mouse ear ice cream cones and chicken fingers and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that. Stuff that you're eating gets put to a plant to get turned up to put back into your faces. And wow. Disney did the unthinkable, unless you really know Disney. And this Wednesday, so yesterday, there was a, one of their employees somehow fell into a vat of this oil that was sitting in this processing plant. He was pushed. He was pushed. Uh -huh. Let's not fake it. He was he was fucking pushed by Disney. And you're by you said mouse. it. You said it. Sacrifice. Uh -huh. This was a sacrificial potion that they made. What what is a giant vat of oil if not for a giant cauldron? Okay, what it what what is a man if not for a component to a spell? You need a dead man. You need uh, for a spell. They got plenty of workers that will accidentally fall in in into their their cauldrons. This is classic Disney, and frankly, we we see they're desperate, and 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 it shows. So we have to we have to wonder what is this cauldron? What is this potion for? What are they doing it for? And it might be to conflate the numbers for their latest movie, the 
what do you call it? The fucking Pooh movie. Christopher yeah. Robin. With um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Exactly. Yeah. And Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. That, this is the problem. Even the money that they're making, they're making $12 million this past weekend, right? $50 million total. But that's not even enough for them. That's, they're, they're not even making enough on that because Slender Man is right under them. Okay, and we didn't even talk about that. This is this is a scary movie. Two scary movies are in the top five. The no Meg like is that. obviously scary. Slenderman is super scary. So we are in a time, an era of complete chaos. The queen is dead. There's no souls knows where they're going, and we have scary movies in the top ten. Warner Brother at the top. Disney still in the top three. CGI animals galore. There's a CGI shark, CGI poo, CGI tiger, and real quick, the the Klansman movie, Black Klansman, although it is it is not completely about ghosts, the KKK, they dress like ghosts to scare people. It's a scare tactic. It, it has not, not really much to do with ghosts. as it, It's a lot of racism and stuff, but the symbol of the ghost is being used in these movies and we can't ignore that. And so we have to call it out. It, it is a bad example of what ghosts are. Ghosts are not racist. They're just evil. Okay. And, and it, it, it's a big difference. Big difference. So I think that's all we have for this week, guys. Our investigations are going a lot of ways. We, have some very important things that we're going to be gearing up for in the next coming weeks and months. So stay tuned, of course. Stay safe out there, guys, because this week is going to be dangerous. Um, I think Mercury still might be in retrograde or something like that. So if it is, please uh, try to wear two seatbelts when you're in the car at, at all times. Two seatbelts. So uh, stay, stay in the scene, guys. Uh, keep your eyes on the screen. Uh, it's sometimes walking backwards helps in a retrograde. So if you know Mercury's going backwards, if you can do the same thing, you can kind of at least neutralize it uh, to make it less dangerous. It's not as good as when it's going forward, but at least you're you know you're in a holding pattern at that point. Nothing bad can happen to you. Mm -hmm. And there be you sure go. to check out Pottery in the Scene. All episodes are live on the iTunes Store and. Start filming your own pottery. There you go. Yeah, that's good advice. And we will see you guys next week. Take care, guys.